0: You are listening to Any Given Sunday, a part of the Dead End Podcast Network. Please subscribe to our podcast on Apple, Spotify, Google, and all other podcasting services. Please make sure you check out Dead End Hip Hop, Dead End Sports, Dead End Gaming, Is the Mic Still On?, Chris Platt, Strictly Hip Hop and Hoops Talk, and a host of other shows on our podcast network. Thank you for listening and enjoy the show. Uh, welcome back to another episode of the podcast. It's been a few weeks. Had a little bit of a technical, uh, issue at home with the, with the technology, of course, but, uh, we're back up and running and, uh, we got one of our favorite guests back on the show, uh, my man Jeff Jones, host of the very successful, very popular, very great, and awesome podcast, Jeff versus the World. What's going on, Jeff? Welcome back to the show, man. What's going on? What's going on, everybody? No doubt, no doubt. Glad to have you back on, man. And uh, today, or yesterday, actually, last night was a it was a good night if you're if you're a sports deprived fan because uh, we finally got the uh, the long anticipated, uh, long long awaited thirty for thirty. Um, the Last Dance chronicling the 97, 98 Chicago Bulls and, of course, Michael Jordan. Um, so before we kind of get into it um, and, and we kind of get into the film, uh, you know, the first two episodes or whatever, um, just kind of want to get your thoughts overall on the first two episodes last night. Just kind of give me a general grade, um, 10 being great, one obviously being absolutely horrible. Um, how would you grade the first two episodes last night?
1: You know, I haven't thought about that. The grade I would give give it because I was just so I don't know like the, the TV had my attention last night so if I had to mm-hmm. grade it as far as that it is like 10 plus like it was they knocked it out the park especially yeah. with the the footage they used it was just like wow you know and they they put, you know they did a good job of editing things I was just like okay like this is yes ESPN is really doing that thing right now so as far mm-hmm. as that goes. Yeah, they, they knocked it out the park. Um, a lot of the things as far as the story goes, um, with Jordan and the Bulls, um, it was a lot of things that I think we all knew. Um, and I think it was more interesting seeing some of the younger fans, basketball fans, or the people who never saw Jordan play and just heard about the Bulls and heard about Jordan and enjoying their reaction. I think I got more kick out of that last night than anything because I saw something that people was like, wait a minute. I didn't know he was like this. And that was just a clip, especially, you know, when they showed him going against the Celtics and dropping to 63. You know, I just thought people were like, oh, yeah, you know, y'all said he was good, but, man, he was like lighting them up. And I'm like, yeah, you know, it was a it was a thing where if you didn't see it, you'll never understand. Never understand.
0: Facts. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm with you, man. I, I thought they they first two episodes in, uh, they hit a home run. Uh, I I can't find anything that I would even nitpick About the last, about the first two episodes last night. I mean, it was just absolutely phenomenal. Great television for two hours. Um, we'll get into more of the details and different things and and different kind of uh plot points, uh, for lack of a better word. Um, as as we kind of go over the episodes, but yeah, I'm with you, man. I I thought it was uh I thought it was great. The you know it's interesting because at the beginning, you know, I was I was you know in the lead up to this thirty for thirty, I was wondering, you know, kind of because they were kind of vague on the details. I mean, you know, if you look at the if you look at kind of the, the. the the description. It's, you know, chronicling the 97, 98 Bulls, that final season, and Michael Jordan. So I was kind of wondering how were they going to lay out the show specifically? You know, was it going to be Jordan or all Jordan and just a little bit of the Bulls or just, the you know, was it like a 30 for 30 where they were just going to be talking about the Bulls dynasty, in particular that final season? You know, how were they going to kind of balance those two things? I mean, and obviously they have 10 episodes, so I was kind of interested in how they were going to kind of lay that out. But I thought they did a good job of kind of balancing Kind of two timelines, essentially. Kind of the '97, you know, going into the you know the end of the '97 season, going into that '98 season, balancing that timeline and also the timeline of Jordan's up, in, you know, basically rise, you know, from high school to college through his first two years in the, in the league, you know, kind of balancing those two timelines. I thought that was really dope. You know, kind of like you know two timelines in the same film. So I, I thought that was really not dope.
1: Only, not
0: only that. They
1: even that second episode was really pimpy. This episode,
0: yeah, that's yeah. I was was gonna gonna, (laughs) yeah. They they showed they they actually dedicated time to actually talking about um, Scotty, which was I, I thought was really cool, and 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 you really got to 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 kind of understand Scotty's situation and we'll get to that, you know, as we get along in the episode, but yeah, I, you're absolutely right that they actually dedicated that time to actually focus on, I mean, for those that didn't watch it, I mean, they're definitely, it, it, it's still Michael Jordan's show. So it's, it it right. It's not like, it's not a Michael Jordan 30 for 30. It definitely is. But I think they're using these episodes to kind of, I think I, I you follow a theme here. Like I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, next week it's a Phil episode or a, you know, a, a Dennis Rodman episode. So, you, you know, they're kind of using those episodes to kind of, you know, also talk about Jordan, but also kind of highlight the important figures that contributed to Jordan's rise and contributed to the Bulls' success. So yeah, that was really dope, man. I, I really enjoyed that aspect of, of the show. Um, I thought it was well done. Um, so yeah, I'm with you, man. I, I really, really enjoyed, um, the first two episodes last night, I, I I can only imagine what the what the next uh, eight are going to be like, because if they're anything like last night, um, yeah, they were are in for a few weeks of uh, really good television. But, yeah, let's let's kind of get into let's kind of let's get into I, I would say what, what are the, the three things that if you had to limit it to three and I'm sure you can probably go we can we can I mean, this list can go tenfold. Right. But what are the three things that kind of stuck out from the first two episodes last night in your mind? The three things that were kind of the talking points for last night's episodes?
1: Um I think the three things for me would be um number one would be just Jerry Jerry um Krause. That's mm. number one. Yep. Um and just the whole dynamic that was going on really in 1997, 98, you know, when they were showing you exactly what was going on where, you know, nobody was getting along with him. And every time Jordan saw him, he was roasting. <laughs> and just to think, like, wait a minute, that's your boss. Yeah. So what's going on again? And it, I thought that the way they showed that, I thought that was great. The way they gave you, you know, Phil Jackson's point of view and Michael's point of view and Scotty's point of view. I mean, you know, the three people that, you know, pr- pretty much are the figureheads of that team and how right. they felt about him just in general. You know, they, they didn't like him. And it was no secret. And I'm just still amazed. Like, how y'all doing this right now? And I get it. It was, it was Michael Jordan. You know, <laughs> you got five championships. You got uh, MVP. You bringing so much money into this uh, house. Um, yeah, I guess you can get away with stuff. Like it's almost like when Shawn Michaels uh, back in the day uh, used to just spaz out on Vince, and Vince took it because. You know, he was that good. And he was just like at that point, I can't let him go. I need him. Um, I think the second thing would be just the just the growth or how we're seeing who Jordan was from college to where they're at in the show, which is ninety seven, ninety eight, you know, making that last run for the title. Mm-hmm. And you can tell there's two different Jordan. You know, it's that wide eyed rookie I'm going to take you one-on-one, not really knowing no nonsense, Jordan. And then it's Jordan season. And Jordan, who's, you know, done this five times now, you know, as far as championships and just who you've always heard he was, how he can be an asshole. And, and you just saw a couple of glimpses. I think it was like two or three you saw. Yeah. Like, oh. So that's what everybody was talking about. And I think the third thing is just just the whole Scottie Pippen contract. And that just brings me back to my point now. I would never, ever, I'm always going to be pro player. No matter what sport it is. I don't care. Because I see how situations can go down. And this is just one for example. Now, granted, We'll get into it later. I understand why Scotty signed the contract. I definitely understand that. Mm-hmm. And it has been plenty of jobs in my life I've taken knowing that I needed to make more, but at the time I needed money. Yeah, so absolutely. I understand where he was coming from. Um, But, and the same token, and we'll get back, we'll get to it later, you just, you know, you didn't know this revenue was going to come in like it did. You didn't know it was going to be a boom. You didn't know this money was just going to be coming. And, and it Never really stopped. Like, look at look at the NBA now. So, mm-hmm. I just don't think Dan, um did right by Scott, and I can understand his frustration and him being angry and him just lashing out. And 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 Jordan to say it's selfish. I'm just like, whoa, wait a minute, buddy. You're making a 30, 30 plus million this year alone. Not saying you don't deserve it, but if I am like probably the second best player in the league. Yeah, I need some of that money too. But yeah, those are my three things.
0: Yeah, no, I'm with you. I think I would, I would, I would say those are the three kind of big headlines from from yesterday. Let's touch on the Scotty thing because I know you want to talk about the Scotty thing. I think that's that's I think that's that I think that would be number one on most people's just from just from just kind of reading Twitter and analyzing, obviously the memes and everything. uh, The Scotty thing. Um. Yeah, man, I'm with you. Uh, I think the Scotty thing was was very interesting. Um I know that for myself, um, I didn't know that he was paid that little. Um and and you brought up something, you know, when we first started the, the podcast, you know, I, people kind of getting to see this with a 2020 lens, you know, younger folks that didn't, you know, watch Jordan. So like I'm 30 I'm 33, going on 34. So when the 90s Bulls was my childhood, you know. So I I remember them. I remember these things being in the headlines, but I was also 10, 11, 12 years old. So, you know, you're you it's a you, you're still an avid sports fan, but you don't know everything that you do, that you know now, obviously, with, you know, you're in your thirties, you're older, you have a different perspective when you're a kid, you just, you know, you're looking at this nineties bulls team, like they're, they fucking Avengers. You know what I mean? Like they're just superheroes. Like it's mm-hmm. just like, so it's a different mentality. So, so even for me, it was a little bit of a learning you know cuz even though i watched and i i knew these things happened i knew the animus between the players Phil Jackson and Jerry Krause kind of looking at it through a 2020 lens and looking at it now older removed and seeing it it's it's definitely definitely um captivating and it and it gives you a different perspective obviously um the scouting thing like i was saying though i i never knew or remembered him making that little like that just that was just so Jarring. And I think the thing that people have to understand is that this is still, you know, what early 90s is when he signed that contract. You know, 91, I believe. 91, yeah. So this is. I mean, the NBA, I mean, free agency existed, but it was still the infancy of of free agency in in the NBA. Um, The game really didn't change. You know, free agency didn't really start coming into its own. I would say, at least for me, when I started thinking about free agency, the way I think about it now was the summer of Shaq, 96. That was when like free agency really kind of got to that next level, to the level that really you see it today in the NBA where you had one player basically controlling the entire narrative of the off season. And you know, that was what five years after Pippen signed that contract. You know what I mean? So that was uh, five years and the game had changed to a point, you know, where free agency was a big deal. And I think that people need to realize that because I think we watched it through a 2020 lens and we were sitting there outraged, like, wait, what Scotty made this much and how, you know, like, you know, so I think, Context and perspective is everything, especially in understanding the timeline and understanding where these, you know, these, the, the timeline of events in which they happen. I think it's important to understand that. That being said, um, I, I, I guess one of the talking points from last night was, you know, who do you blame for Scotty's contract situation? And obviously, there's, there's a lot of people that you could blame. I mean, obviously, people can throw the blame at the person himself, Scotty Pippins. People can throw the blame at his agent, Jimmy Sexton, people could throw the blame at Jerry Reinzo people can throw the blame at Jerry Krause. Uh you know, Jordan was even mentioned. You know, and I'll ask you, where do you kind of lay the blame? I, I think you got to first and foremost blame the person. You know, Scotty Pippin, nobody held a gun to Scotty Pippins head. Nobody made him sign a contract. Um I understand that Scotty had some family pressures and things going on at home and 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 look I will never knock a person for that because we've all we've all been in a situation where you know we've had issues at home define and dictate what we do from a career perspective that being said um for a guy to be and and it wasn't like Scotty was a rookie at that point in 91 where he signed his contract i mean Scotty had been in the league now for a good five six years you know at that point you kind of have to know the winds of change you kind of have to know what's going on in the business and understand like yo this this, this there's, there's a storm brewing and you know So I I lay most of the blame on Scotty, and then, you know, his agent too, like, you know, Jimmy Sexton is, is a, is a, is a known agent, you know, he's not an idiot, you know, and I know probably Jimmy Sexton probably told Scotty, and and it was mentioned on the show that he was advised against signing that contract. But I mean, if you're an agent, you know, and I get it, you're limited because people forget the agent works for the player. You know, I know how it's framed sometimes in the media and, and in narrative, sometimes we act like the agents are the, the ones holding all the cards and it's not, the agents are working for the players. So never forget that at the end of the day, they are an employee of the player. You know, if the, if the player does not like it, something that the agent like does, the player can drop them easily. So I'm sure Jimmy Sexton probably had his trepidations. Like, yo, you really going to sign this deal? Like, Oh, it looks kind of below market value. like, but you know, if you're Jimmy Sexton, I mean, I think you gotta, you you gotta, you gotta smack some sense into Scotty, at least like, yo man, let's, let's come back to the table. Let's negotiate. Let's, let's, you know, let, let let's, let's think this over. And I'm sure those things happen. So, but still, I think you got to have some sort of blame in that if you're, if you're his agent. And then the next guy I would blame is Jerry Reinsdorf. You know, Jerry Reinsdorf, you know, you know, he said it on a podcast or he said it on a podcast. He said it on the episode last night that, you know, he never renegotiates deals. Like he doesn't even want to talk to guys um, after they sign a the deal. And I understand that because I get it. You know, there is, there is, there is something to honoring a commitment. There is something to honoring a contract. You know, I think that w- when you sign on a dotted line, you should honor that commitment. You should honor that contract. I think there is something to that. That being said, when you know the guy is getting raped, <laughs> like when you know the guy is basically getting fucking worked by the system, like at some point, like you also got to step in and say, you know what? Let I me mean, let me give my man a bonus or something like let me let me give my man some something under the table or something like because because I mean really I mean the guy was making and it, 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 during the midst of this championship run I mean the guy was making what $2 two million two million think about that I mean there were dudes in the leagues that, that were making triple what Scotty was making and they weren't even half the player that he was so yeah I think that I think the third person I would throw in that list is Jerry Reinsdorf like you're the owner you're the guy that, that that's running the show you know you gotta probably step in there and say yo Scotty like you sure you want to do this like uh, you know I don't know that's just me that's what where, where do you sit on that where do you where would you lie where would you lay the, 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 the blame on from the contract perspective on, on the whole Scotty Pippen thing
1: Um, I guess you know see I'm, I, I'm not close to the situation but I understand exactly what Scotty was doing I, I totally understand the pressures of family and having to make that money. And it's been, Absolutely. Like said before, it's been plenty yeah. of times I've t- taken a job and they say, well, we're going to pay you this much. And we talk about it. He's like, well, we do only really pay you this much. And I'm thinking, and I'm like, okay, I'll take it. But, as in, um, when I'm thinking, Scotty was thinking is, I've came here, i worked, and I've gone beyond what you even expected from me. Way beyond what you expected from me. We have five championships right now. At this point, Just by what I bring to the table, because this, this shit doesn't work without me. Say what you want. This does not work without me. Thanks. So in that, in that last, that last year, I felt like they should have been, you know what? Let's ball this contract up and let's get you some money. Because you are right, Scottie. This doesn't work without you. This absolutely does not work without you. And, if I have to put blame on, well, yeah, yes, he did sign the contract. I totally understand why he signed the contract. So I guess I will put him at number one. And then two and three is, you know, um, uh, 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 I can't think of the name. The two Jerrys. It's both there for false. Klaus and, uh, and Reinsdorf. Yeah, yeah Ryan, Reinsdorf. Is that his name? Reinsdorf?
0: Reinsdorf. Jerry Reinsdorf. Jerry Reinsdorf. Okay.
1: So I feel like he didn't want to be the bad guy. So Kraus had to be the bad guy for him. And a lot of these, the way mm-hmm. the, the way it seemed like it was portrayed, it was like, okay, you're going to take all this shit, but, you know, you got to do it because that's your job and I don't want to have to deal with this. But he, he should have stepped in and just been like, you know what, I'll take this one. Let me talk to Scotty. Scotty will do something for you because you deserve it. Nobody expected the league to, for this to happen. And, you know, for all this money to come to the league, nobody expected it. I didn't expect all this money to be here in Chicago. And you're a part of the reason why it's here. So you deserve a piece of the pie. And you know who else I blame? I blame fucking Jordan. I believe Jordan had enough of of a voice to say, hey, we got to look out for Scotty. We got to look out. If you can get on national TV and say, I needed Scotty there at the beginning of the year. um, And I felt like he was being selfish. You can in turn say, you know what? Scotty did deserve his money, and maybe I should have spoke up for him. What are you gonna do? Get rid of Jordan? No, he has a voice, <laughs> so I think he should have used his voice. And I don't know the dynamics of their relationship. It seemed like there was more. It seemed like now in 2020, they're just teammates. Oh, no, it's the best teammate I've ever had. I don't know if they, it was like a friendship. I don't know how close they are. So maybe Jordan didn't know. Again, this is season Jordan. Maybe he didn't want to dive into those waters because, you know, there's a lot of of subjects and a lot of things that he he wouldn't talk about, he wouldn't do, you know. Mm -hmm. And in turn, Mm -hmm. these younger guys will do that now. You know, they'll speak up for other players and whatever it may be. So I guess the blame can go around in a lot of places, but if I have to say it, yes, you have to point at Scotty first because you did sign the contract and you know how this organization is. I just think, This was a time to say, you know what? I know how we normally do business, but this is rare. This is super rare. Scotty, you're the second best player, arguably the second best player in the league. So we need to pay you like you're the second best player. Luke Longley shouldn't be making more money than you. Ron Harper shouldn't be making more money than you. That's just insane, insane, and
0: that's and that's what Jerry Weinsdorf. I mean yeah, like that. That's just impossible to yeah. me. Like you, you look, you, know, you, the one that signs the checks. So you look at the payroll, my man. Like the fact that Luke Longley is making more than Scottie Pippen. I mean, it's just, it's just, it's, 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 it's yeah. unforgivable. You know I mean, like it's just how do you, how do you run a business and and consider yourself a smart businessman and look at that and be like. Huh? I mean, I guess in, in a way it is smart because you're paying for. Yeah, it's smart. For the oh, F- I'm getting for a deal. Yeah, exactly. No, so I, mean, I, and I, that, I take that back. I mean, yeah. 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 Yeah, you're getting you're getting a guy uh, yeah. that's 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 I mean a a a Hall of Fame top fifty NBA talent for the low for the low. So yeah, I, from a business perspective, from Jerry Reinsdorf's pockets, like yeah, he's probably like, huh? <laughs> he's laughing to the bank. But yeah, I, I just yeah, I, I'm with you. The only thing I, I will I will go back on you on is the whole Jordan thing, and and not to try to hate for Jordan or defend Jordan. I, because I've seen this a lot on Twitter, like, oh, people ripping into Michael Jordan, are like, oh, you call a guy that's making two million selfish and you're making 36 million. And yeah, that selfish is a little strong, uh, especially coming from Michael. But um, that being said, though, like, it's not Michael Jordan's job to get Scottie Pippen a contract. Like this idea that Michael Jordan was supposed to be Scottie Pippen's, you know. Batman to his Robin and also his agent or or his pseudo agent. Like I just don't understand that. Like, look, could Michael have done more? Could Michael have gone to Jerry Reinsdorf and said, "Yo, you know what? Give my man a, a pay raise." Like, what are we doing here? Like, could Michael have done more? Yeah, absolutely. And I think if if we if that team existed in today's climate, I think Michael would have done more because I think it would have been expected that players look out for other players in a different way that just wasn't the case back in. 1997, 1998. So yeah, I agree. But that being said, that wasn't Michael's responsibility. And also I probably think Michael didn't want nothing to do with that. Like you said, Michael was a guy that he was very he was very careful about his image. So I think Michael was de- oh, I, I think what's that? I say he was strategic about everything. Yeah, very strategic. Very very strategic. You know, almost to a fault, depending on your perspective. So I think Michael probably was like, "Look, I ain't even going to touch that because, you know, you come out it, on, on on any side. If you come out in defense of Scotty, you know, you're going to piss off people to like, oh, you know, guys arguing about two millionaires arguing about millions and blah blah blah. And then if he comes out knocking Scotty, then it's oh, look at Jordan, he's a sellout, blah blah blah. So that's a no win situation in a lot of ways. Um, I so I, kinda, I don't believe that.
1: I I I don't believe that's a no win situation because that's that's almost if if let's say me and you, we, we, we had our own podcast, you know, we, mm-hmm. we got our own thing, but we have one podcast that we come and do and right. we say, you know what? This doesn't work. Uh, I, this I, I, Manny doesn't work without Jeff and Jeff doesn't work without Manny So mm-hmm. with, with this podcast that we have and what we do, we feel like we should be getting paid, you know, equally or either similar, you know, the same. Right. And if I see, well... You know, if I find out through the grapevine well, you making this much, but well, I'm like, wait a minute, you are making that much, but I'm making this much, and we both, you know, we are both are are vital to the podcast, and we both bring something to the podcast that without each other doesn't work. Then I would say, hey, he need to get paid. I will openly say that, and that's just because that's the type of person I am, and I understand. Like I said, yeah. you know, Jordan picks. Certain things, but because let's be real and real, Jordan never got the money that he deserved in Chicago. He oh, never got it to tail not. end when he was getting yeah. one year deals. You know, 30, thirty, you know, he was getting it like that. But he never got the money that he was just due. So I don't want to make it seem like Scotty uh, was the only one getting jerked around because Jordan got jerked, and I'm pretty sure other players, are, you know, in that era, you know, if you want to look at them. But those are the two top players that you know money and you look at the overall what they made with Chicago, and you're like, wait a minute. They should have made more than that because you look at Mm -hmm. now, these dudes are making that money in what, three years? Three-year contracts. Now now they're overpaid.
0: Now they're overpaid. I I mean, just think about it. Tobias Harris, Tobias Harris has made more probably in his NBA career than Scottie Pippen. Think about that for a second. That's insane.
1: But I don't, but you can't blame the player because, hey, they're
0: going to give it to me. I'm going to. Oh, no, 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 no. I, yeah, I, no, I, yeah, absolutely. I'm with you. I don't knock Tobias Harris or any player now, like, eat. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to criticize the contract, you know, because I, I can still call out, like, damn, y'all paying $180 million to Tobias Harris? I could I could criticize the contract. I never criticize the player for taking it. Like, yo, your value is what somebody's willing to pay you. Yeah. You know, so if the you're. Contract so is
1: and they're gonna go yeah, up again. That, that's the crazy oh, yeah, thing. They're absolutely,
0: absolutely. I mean, you got you got good players making two hundred million dollars. Think about that shit. Like yo, you got <laughs> like borderline wow. all stars making one hundred and eighty million dollars, and Scott Pippen was making two million. So I'm with. Look, I, I'm not trying to defend Jordan. Like, look, I agree with you. Could Jordan have done more? Could Jordan have, you know, especially those Black last couple years? That's he, all I'm saying. Right, right, right. No, I, I agree with you. But this idea that we're just gonna lay is a lot, and it's Twitter. I get it. But so, so Jordan's an easy punching bag at, at times. But like this idea that we're just gonna knock Jordan specifically because of Scottie Pippen's own contract situation. Like, I, I don't, I don't, I don't like that. Like, that doesn't sit well with me. Yes, could Jordan have done more? Could Jordan have been a voice, like you said? Absolutely, we agree with that. I just think that it's, it's, you know, at the end of the day, bruh, Scottie, come on, man. Come on, Scotty. Like, I wish I could be in the meeting with him and Jerry Ryan, and Zorman, Jim Sexton as they're signing this and smack Scotty in the back of the head like, nigga, what are you doing? Like, you know, like I wish I I could have been there. But, you know, and it's also easy for us to look at it now through a 2020 lens and look at it. But at the time, you know, he probably felt like it was a smart deal. You know, even though it was below market value then, I mean, it was still, you know, and, and again, like you said, we don't know what it was going on. I mean, I know he talked about it in the in the in the in the episode i keep saying podcast in the episode but you know he was going through a family situation i believe both his parents were wheelchair bound and dealing with illnesses and so you know scotty scotty probably was under the pressure like under the gun like yo i gotta take care of my family i gotta take care of my peoples like yo i gotta do what i gotta do and to a point i, I get it i understand wait. it yeah I, the money couldn't yeah, wait i, I totally know get. he was it. going but I- yeah, we all do. I mean, we've all been. I mean, I'm sure anybody yeah. who listens to this podcast will 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 remember a time where we made a we've made a career choice or a career decision based on family decisions or situations going on at home. So I I can never knock a guy for doing
1: it. You know, I just think I yeah you know what maybe Jordan you know maybe 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 I was being too hard, but I just feel like he should be a voice. But general manager and owner, he's just like bro. Y'all see. Yeah. I see that y'all are making more money now. It's not like y'all are pinching pennies now, and you see what he brought to the team. So just out of good faith, Scotty, you know we don't do this. You know how we do in Chicago, but because of A, B, C, and D, we're gonna ball this up. Add less, 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 less. Redo this for the next what, three or four years, Mm -hmm. and get you the money that you rightfully, you rightfully,
0: I'm gonna say earn. But it's, like, but, but it's not even that, like. But it's not that, like. I'm not even saying rip up the contract. All I'm saying is his contract was up. What after the '98 season? Sign an extension. Offer you know, extension. Usually,
1: and, yeah, they usually they you know, ball
0: up the old one and you know, look, okay, right, or do the Mike Trout uh, situation where you know you basically add on to the deal you got. So okay, your contract's up after '98. You know, let's go ahead right now. Sign this five year, hundred million dollar deal. Like. You know, there, there was better ways. To be was, you
1: minutes. know, and I, I think I think another thing was they were ready for everybody to go.
0: I think they were ready. For, I, I, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree with you. That's. I, I I think ultimately that was. I think I think ultimately Scotty was a pawn in in the, in the overall frustration of the organization. I think I think yeah. I think so, that was the, the real Yeah. If you right. signed Scotty back then, oh
1: no. People gonna think oh, we gotta do this. They enjoy. damn back to field and you just meet that whole circle. When you tell a coach you go 82-0, you're still not coming back. That is the most batshit insane thing I've ever heard in my life.
0: Absolutely. Well, let's let's get to that. Um, because I, I a lot of people kind of had a problem. I guess the one nitpick. I guess some folks. Um, and these a lot of these were media people. That I I wouldn't say some. I, I saw a few takes about this that it kind of didn't like how Jerry Krause was portrayed. They kind of felt like it's a little unfair to bash a guy who's no longer with us, who doesn't have the opportunity to have his voice heard. Um, You know, because, you know, this is all coming out from a perspective of the other folks involved, but we're not really hearing outside of clips and, you know, highlights and clips of of things that were said twenty years ago. So there's not a a modern perspective. Unfortunately, Jerry Krauss is no longer with us, so he can't offer his voice now to kind of say, "Well, this is what my thinking was," or "This is what I," you know. So how did you how do you feel about that? Do you, do you think that he was portrayed a little unfairly in that regard?
1: Um, I I don't think so. I I mm. think because even I remember younger hearing about the things about Jerry Krause. So there was no secret, right? Right. I think last night was just the, just the openly talking about it. You know, in a camera in your face, and somebody openly talking about it. But you always heard about you know, Jerry Crouch, You know, uh, he's not really a a, a a people person, and really doesn't know how to talk to his players and all types of stuff like that. So I understand what people are saying. You no, know, he can't defend himself. He's not here, but. If ten people tell you it's quacking, it was more than likely a duck. You know what I'm saying? Ten people ain't lying to you. No, ten right, people right, are telling right. you who he was at that time. Now, because I heard um, Jay Williams say, you know, before I guess he passed or whatever, and when he got to know Jerry Cross, Jerry Cross told him that, you know, I felt a lot of uh, he felt a lot of regret about how he handled the situation with um, Michael Scotty Ansel. So, you know, I guess there was a thing of, well, I I messed this up. And, you know, when you, you know, you look back and you're like, damn, how did I mess that up? So he had that time to reflect. So, you know, Jay Williams knew a whole different Jerry Krause. Right. But he still hopefully said, too, that he did make those mistakes in, you know, 97, 98. And before then, he you know, that was the type of person he was, you know. So it's hard. I get it. And, you know, you got loved ones out there that, you know, are, you know, family and stuff that feel a certain type of way that they don't, that maybe they don't want him talked about like that. But I get it to a certain degree. Um, but I guess, you know, people want the truth. People want, there's no need mm-hmm. to sugarcoat your feelings because, I mean, clearly Jordan didn't every time you saw him. <laughs> it's like, all right, Jordan, we know you're like, him. <laughs> chill out, bro. You ain't got to roast your man every time you see him. <laughs> so it's just, I, yeah, you know. I'd rather have the truth and, you know, people sugarcoat something for me. So, if this is how they felt about him and, you know, I respect that more than them just trying to sugarcoat it now because he's gone. Come on. And that means you're just right. being phony. Because we're just talking, we're talking right. about that time. We're talking about that time frame. We're not talking about after or anything. I'm talking about, right? You know, putting yourself back in that moment.
0: Absolutely. No, I feel you. Absolutely. Um, you're right. Although, I, like I said, and like you said too, um, yeah, it's, it's hard because obviously when a person is no longer with us, you know, it's it's a little bit of tricky to do a documentary or something like that talking about that person without that person being able to defend themselves. So, you know, it, and it would have been interesting to kind of hear from Jerry Krause in 2020 to see where his perspective was. Because like you said, people change. Yeah, You know, you, you get time mm-hmm. to reflect, you know, when you're not in the heat of, of competition or battle, you know, you just... You know, and just when you age, you get wiser. Oh, most people do. Some people do anyway. Um, you get wiser when with you age, also, and
1: you know what also happens too. Mm-hmm. When you start, when 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 things start turning around and you won't winning like you used to. Well, where did I make the mistake? That what did I do wrong? Ah, that's what I did wrong. So let me handle it different now. See, right. it's, 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 it's easy when you winning to be you know this hard-ass or, you know, or Jordan being this, you know,
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, you know, J- Jordan's being Jordan. It's easy when you win winning, but we, we see what happens when Jordan becomes a Washington Wizard. We see what happens when Jerry Krause and Chicago Bulls not winning anymore. We saw when Scottie Pippen was in Houston. You get you know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah, you're yeah. not winning no more, things that turn different, you get, it to, you, know, you get that time
0: to, I guess, Your ego gets checked. Yeah, ego gets checked, too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, ego pretty much. Checked. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. No, I just thought it was interesting, kind of bringing up the Jerry Krause perspective, because, I mean, he's been he's been the biggest punching bag of this episode so far. Um, And I don't think it's going to stop. I think it's going to get. Oh, no, 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 no. it's not going to stop. It it definitely is not going to stop. So, yeah, no, absolutely. I'm with you on that. Um, What about. um, So let's talk about Jordan on this episode. So, um, just specifically on him. We talked about the podcast. We talked man. about we talked about I keep saying podcast. I don't know what the hell's wrong with me today. Sorry folks. I keep saying pie the episodes, um, specifically on Jordan. I know the episodes reflected um a lot of the other individuals involved in the Chicago Bulls, but let's talk about Jordan specifically, man. What was the what was the thing that stuck out to you the most about Jordan? Um, Kind of looking at the show at the shows last night and everything that they talked about with him from his upbringing, his rise through college, and obviously the first couple of years in the NBA. What was the thing that kind of stuck out to you the most?
1: You know, it's funny. Two things that stuck out to me, and the first thing is that I think his brother Larry Larry Jordan kind of mm-hmm. made him who he was. Yeah, because he was always trying to beat him, and he made him that. You know, it was so competitive that. Now he got he got to fistfight. That's how competitive it was with, with those two, and because he wanted to be his, you know, he wanted to be his brother. So supposedly he may, have, he may have been better than Jordan. So now you know you can you, you can kind of understand his drive to win and everything from golf to whatever. Mm-hmm. And I think <clears throat> the second thing for me was just to see that transition, that transition from rookie Jordan to how they kept going back and how he was when he was a rookie and he was younger, second season, third season. And who he was in 97, 98, because when you, it just seemed like he was more of a hard ass when he got older. And I understand that you know, people get older, you know, the guy said, I got to get an autograph and he just, just ignored you, man. He looked at him and just yeah. ignored him. Yeah. And I'm just like, that's what I always heard. That's what I always heard even when one scene when the kid was giving the autograph, he never looked down at the kid. Never looked down, just filled out right. autograph, and was just like, right, get out the way. Right. And you see when they go back and you look at 84, Jordan is this wide-eyed, just happy to be in the NBA playing for Chicago and just lighting up the lead. It's never like he did. He never stopped lighting up the league. <laughs> let's be clear. But just having that no-nonsense, no, I want to play. Well, you hurt. Well, um, <laughs> what did they say? Oh, he, the doctor told him we have 10 pills in here. One of them can cure you. Are you going to take the pill? And Man, he's like, oh, bad, bad. my fucking headache or whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that Jordan. That's Michael Jordan. That, that's him right there. And you just don't need people. And I, I think me and Shaheed were having a conversation last night. You know, people say Kobe was close like almost like Jordan-esque when it came to stuff like that. And I'm just like, I don't know about that because Jordan just sounded like a madman. He smelled mm-hmm. like a madman and it wasn't like he was speaking from, well, when I was younger, he was almost talking like even right now I would do it. Like even right now, if I could still play and somebody told me 10 pills and, blah, and one of them killed kill me, yeah, I'll take the pill. Mm-hmm. And it just, it's just interesting to just Michael Jordan, the man. Michael Jordan, the basketball player. Listen, basketball. The basketball speaks for itself. But it's just some there, man. It's just some there that's not. And I'm not saying he's supposed to be, but you know, it's just something there that's not forthcoming. Like you can't, like you know, it was some about Kobe where eventually Kobe let his guard down. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, he was he was, he, was, he was he was that dog for the longest time, and eventually it was just like, nah, I'm tired of doing that. Like it, it, and Jordan even now is like, I'm still that dog. I still gotta, I still gotta, you know, have this aura of. I mean, right. trust me, there is an aura around Jordan. It's something like I don't think any other player would ever have. I don't even think LeBron has it because LeBron is more. I want to say for this era, he probably is the closest thing to Jordan. But he's more social. He's nicer. I mean, that's he's only nicer, because of social. Yeah. That's right. only because of social media. And in the social social um, social media age, it's different from Jordan because everything was hearsay. But so we heard Jordan punch. Oh, we heard Jordan did this. Then it's like you get the news like this. Oh, right. Um, uh, dude, uh, Butler gets in a fight with Minnesota Timberwolves players. Mm-hmm. What? Mm-hmm. How y'all know that? Right. Oh, we was there. They reported. It. It just happened. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so the news travels a little faster. Things happen. And we know, but with Jordan is is still that mystique. Like I don't know. It's always something like, something a little murky. If that makes any sense. Something like you just don't know, like because we know about the gambling. We do. Everybody knows about the gambling, but it's like, yeah, like it's Jordan's dude. I, I I don't see myself. Jordan's not the type of guy that I think I would hang out with. <laughs> it just, right. just <laughs> I wouldn't hang out with me because I'm broke. As compared right. to him, I'm broke. But he just like he just doesn't. I don't know, man.
0: Jordan, he just Jordan. He just he's, not a, he's, he's not, not an Jordan, embraceable yeah. figure. He's not a lovable figure they, from yeah. a personal perspective. You know what I'm saying? Like you, 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 yeah. you know, he's not that guy. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, I, I've always kind of felt like the the Jordan thing has always been a little overplayed because I like if you hear people talk, you, you people make it sound like Jordan was the only sports figure that was like that, and I. It, it's it's hilarious. Like I, I feel like if most people met their sports heroes, they wouldn't like them. <laughs> like just just from reading things and hearing about people. I mean, Larry Bird was was surly. Uh, you know, a lot of people. You know, for every Magic Johnson that was approachable and just was a guy that you could just tell love life, um, there was a Michael Jordan. You know, what I mean, just the the, uh, the opposite end of that spectrum. Um, so I always kind of felt like that thing. But it got seemed a like he
1: was early on. Early on, it seemed like he was. But, you know, it just like something
0: happened. The more well, he, fame came, the more he had to be guarded. Right. And, and you got to think about it, too. I mean, this guy stepped onto the basketball scene, the basketball world, right, at a young age. And was just so great so early on. I mean, people talk about how great LeBron was at 19. I mean, Jordan at 21 was averaging 35 points a game in a league with men in a time where, the NBA was just totally different than it was even in 2003. So I think that this man stepped in and just dominated the league at such a young age, relative to the time, of course, not comparing it to LeBron or anybody, but relative to the time. And then he was so big. I mean, I think, people, and I think this is what people will learn from this, from this, I almost did it again, from this, from this documentary and these episodes that, how, just how big Jordan was. Like, he was, he, he's bigger than LeBron. Like, at, at LeBron's peak, there just will never be another Jordan. I mean, LeBron's close. I know, we all know Kobe's big and big, a superstar, you know. But, but Jordan was just, I mean, he was, he transcended basketball. There has been no other superstar. I don't think there'll ever be another superstar that transcends his sport, like Michael Jordan transcended his sport. Right. Like, Michael Jordan was bigger than basketball. LeBron has never gotten to that yeah. point. I'm sorry. Like, LeBron has never gotten to that point. Michael Jordan I literally think, was bigger than the NBA. The persona, the image, the, the be like Mike, the, yeah. the sneakers everything. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, I think people that...
1: everything, Everything swole. Everything happened all at the right time. Right. From his shoes, from his Gatorade, to endorsements, to TV, to cartoons, yeah. to movies. And yeah. he, that, him, his team, everybody, they just, you know, they milked it, they worked it. He just became bigger. And when you look at the world, he's like, China, people in China knew who Jordan was. You know, you know it was like, yeah, they, right. it was right. just. And now, of course, China knows about basketball players because they, you know, they got teams now and they got business right. on. Right. You know, is different now, so it's hard for somebody. You just You're never going to – Um, this is never going to happen again.
0: You're no, never it's never going to happen, happen again. again. I mean, Jordan put basketball on a worldwide stage. He just did. And, I mean, the, the thing that's always the, – the the one image that has always kind of captivated me about Jordan, like the one thing that's always kind of like a snapshot in my head is him in the 92 Olympics walking around Barcelona and that big-ass billboard of him as he walks by it. And like that right there is like the perfect encapsulation of like who Jordan was, man. I mean, this guy is just, he was a God, man. I mean, he was, he was literally a God walk. He was Jesus Christ walking earth. Like, you know, not to offend anybody religious, but it's just like that's, I mean, that's who that person was. And you, you ask like what happened to Jordan? What was, you know, what caused that change? And I think it's just, I mean, I can't imagine Being a kid who's 22, 23 years old, and just basically having the world in your palm, like being the biggest athlete in the world, at a time where being the biggest athlete in the world was, you know, this was before the internet, this was before social media, at a time where that meant something. I can't imagine what that does to your psyche. Now, I'm not justifying it, not saying that that was okay, that. Jordan's sudden turn from being kind of this wide-eyed rookie to being almost a cynical asshole vet uh, was warranted but I just I just can't I just can't imagine what how I would react to just having that amount of success and that amount of pressure too I mean think about the pressure like think about the fact that this man had to go out there and be Michael Jordan every single night you know what I'm saying? And be this person that we're talking about every single night and the pressure that comes with that, you know? So I, so I, I'm not forgiving Michael Jordan, but I kind of understand. Plus I'm always a person that like, I just want people to be themselves. Like I want people to be like, if you're an asshole, be an asshole, be, be who you are. Be Like I can't stand phony people. And the one thing about Jordan is like, he was who he was like, and yeah. I think Jordan kind of was a person that was like, yo, take it or leave it. I'm me, you know what I'm saying? Like, in a way, he was—he was who he was, and and that was genuine.
1: He absolutely knows he's Victor Rondo,
0: and that's fine. He knows it. He,
1: <laughs> I know he knows it. Yeah, he knows it because, and you can tell when they get to the later episodes, they preview. You know, he's just—he's not likable. And in a way, I, I respect that.
0: In a way, I well, respect it, man. This like, is in a way, you are who you are.
1: This, this is where I respected it because. If we're teammates and I'm Michael Jordan, I need to get you guys to be better. I need y'all to be better because there's right. gonna be situations, a la John Paxson, Steve Kerr. Well, I need, I may need you to bail me out or bail this team out. Mm-hmm. You can't depend on me because I may not have the shot. I think that Jordan needed to get his teammates together. Mm-hmm. He needed to push them to a certain point, and I think sometimes with that. You can go over the point. You can say right. some hurtful things. You can say some things that some people are just not going to get over. Look at Kevin Durant. Right. And people just feel a certain type of way, and they start looking at you different. Mm-hmm. So it may be something that happened in practice, but, you know, some of them guys maybe took it outside of practice, like, I just don't like he's not a good. He's not a good person. He's not a nice person or whatever. But the reality was his job wasn't to be your friend. It was to be your teammate and to win these championships. Now, if a friendship come out of it, fine but he wanted those championships. He wanted that. He wanted the Chicago Bulls to be number one. So mm-hmm. to that, I can understand him trying to push other players because that's what you want. That was his way of leading. Right or wrong, that was his way of leading. And I can't speak if it was right or wrong. I just think I knew his mentality. I mean, he came from North Carolina. You know, he's a oh, He's dog So he's an alpha. That's, that's number one you got to realize. Jordan is an alpha. If he, if he ain't number one, if he wasn't in Ricky ball, You ain't first, your last. That's yeah. Jordan right there. You ain't first, you're last. He always wanted to be first, no matter was it pool, um, golf, or basketball. So, I mean, that I can understand. Now, I hope we ain't gonna find out some madness that he may have done. <laughs> and I'm not sure, but um, yeah, I mean, Jordan is Jordan, like him or not. And I think, I think with my older age now, you know, to me as a kid, Jordan was like, wow, Jordan. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to be like Mike. I'm buying Jordan. Now, as a older adult, I'm like, yeah, I'm buying Jordan, but I know Jordan could probably be an asshole. Like, yeah. I know that. Like, I'm, it's not like some big secret or something we all don't know because we've all heard stories. We've all heard certain things, you know, people was taxes or Steve or one of them had a black eye. So it's just like, yeah, man, you know, it is what it is with Jordan, but, uh, I don't fault him for it because, But look what came out of it. You wouldn't even be talking about six championships and the six MVPs and the countless other all-star games and MVPs and U.S. Olympics and all that good stuff.
0: Yeah, man. I mean, and, and the other thing about it, and I know it sounds so cliche, but, you know, that's what made Jordan Jordan like i know we like to think that in a perfect world you can be this ruthless competitor and still be an approachable huggable guy but maybe you can't maybe that's what made him that guy like he probably made a decision long ago that if i really want to take myself to that 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 next level i have to be this person like i have to be this kind of just this you know, just monster. You know, what I mean, essentially. But I, I have to. I mean, the things that makes the, the, the a person's kind of biggest deficiencies is sometimes what makes them great. You know, that lack of personality, that lack of approachability, that lack of just kind of warmth to Jordan is what made him great in a lot of ways. It's what pushed him. It's what drove him to be this kind of that maniacal kind of just do anything in his power to kill you and to beat you is what made him great. And I, you know, you maybe you wonder like maybe if he wasn't that person, who knows? Maybe. He doesn't accomplish all the things that he needs right. to accomplish. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's a it's a very it's, it's a very interesting kind of case study on on Michael Jordan. But yeah, you're right, man. I guess from I, I guess from for, for me, tell, like I've always so say real quick, you can tell that also too.
1: That family, his family, played a lot into that too. Just you know how just how competitive they were, how you know him, and his brothers were. So that played that really played a factor into it. Because I can I I remember you know when you have a uh, childhood friends and. Maybe one friend might be a little bit too hyped up about this game and winning it. You just kind of casually playing it. You kind of like, chill, bro. This just the game. You can you have a dub I'm going ham over it, but that's just because, you know, they may have a brother who always beats them. So they take that competitive edge with them. And you know, it's like, Oh, I got to beat you because, you know, it's just, just that thing. I, I know how that is. I've seen it happen plenty of times. So his yeah, family absolutely. and his, his family had a lot to do with it.
0: <clears throat> absolutely. Your upbringing, your background, your, your environment breeds the person that you are going to be when you become a man, when you become a woman, when you, you know, as you grow up, as you mature, as you get older, your your environment, you are a product of your environment. You are a product of your upbringing. So, um, it, not every case does that apply. Some people change, some people evolve over time, but, you know, in a lot of ways, it is what it is. So, and I guess the thing I was going to say that I, I, I've just, I've, because I used to be, you know, we all as kids, we used to lionize these people and and wow, Michael Jordan, he, he's probably like, I can't wait to meet him. He's probably a, right. but I think as I've gotten older, maybe I've gotten more cynical or just real, I, whatever. Um, I, I just, I, my thing with athletes, man, and celebrities in general is I, I expect them to be assholes. So that when I do, if I ever come a- across a situation where I do meet a celebrity and they are not assholes, they can actually exceed my expectation. I'm like, oh, I'm surprised. Like, I just I just automatically assume them to be assholes, man. Like, I'm just, gonna, you know, because I've I've learned that just because these people are celebrities, just because these people are, are iconic and whatever, they're human. At the end of the day, they're human. They have personalities just like we do. They take a shit just like we do. They they have the same flaws and deficiencies that we do. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's, you know. Athletes are, are people. And at the end of the day, there's just like we encounter people in our everyday lives. There, are, some people are great, some people are assholes, some people are can be both. You know, I I guess I've just learned to, and maybe it is cynicism, but I've just learned to just see athletes as who they are, as just people. And people are just genuinely going to be flawed human beings. That's just who we are as human beings.
1: You know what's funny about that? And I know this is a sideways thing, but I got to meet CM Punk. Yep. You know, that was probably my favorite encounter ever, to really? talking to somebody. Really. And I don't know everybody said, yo, you just called him on a good day. <laughs> and they are probably right. Maybe I did catch him at a right day. But he was just really cool and chill. And like, it was maybe like a four or five minute conversation. We were talking about Ring of Honor and this is when he was in WWE, but he was like talking about stuff about Ring of Honor and I was just like, oh, you know, that's cool or whatever, stuff like that. And it was like, Wow. That was not what I expected,
0: but it was cool. But isn't that all of us, though? Like, you know, I mean, like I always laugh when people say like, oh, that's that's everybody in a nutshell. Like I like look, I like to think of myself as a nice guy, but who knows? Maybe somebody met me one time and I had just gotten off a a long day at work. And my first impression of that, you know, what I gave out, what, what the energy that I put out to that first encounter with somebody was probably an asshole vibe. And that person is now judged right, me as an yeah. asshole forever. You know what I mean? So, like, isn't that all of us in mm-hmm. a way? Like, we all like to think of ourselves like, oh, we're all better people than that. Like, I just hate judging people on their worst days and on their best days. Like, sometimes you catch somebody on their best day and you think that that's who they are all the time. Maybe they're assholes 99% of the time. You just caught them on that 1% day. You know what I'm saying? And and, and vice right. versa. So, I always try to open – I always try to keep an open mind with that. Like, I always try to say, like, look, man, we all, we're all human beings. Sure. You know, I'm sure you – I'm sure you've met somebody initially first time in and they caught you on a wrong day and they probably shaped their perception of you based on that negative encounter. Does that mean that you're that per That's Jeff every day, 100% of the time? Absolutely not, right? So it's the same thing with me and it's the same thing with most human beings. You know what I mean? So that's why I always try to maintain an open mind for that stuff. Uh, so let's wrap up. Um, Anything else about the show? Let's talk about kind of the peripheral stuff, you know, cinematography, the soundtrack, things of that nature. Anything else that stuck out to you? I know for me, um, the oh, soundtrack, wow. the soundtrack was so dope. Yeah. Like, and, and it just, and it just fit perfectly. You know what I mean? Like everything, like the, obviously the, the, the one that stuck out to me was, um, you know, rock him when, when they're going over the game two of the, uh, uh, of the uh, Eastern Conference first round series in 86 against the Celtics. They play I Ain't No Joke. Like, perfect. Just fit perfectly to the scene that they were trying to, you know, into what they were trying to convey. You know what I'm saying? it. just the soundtrack was just really, really dope. Classic hip hop, um, kind of fit with the time and the timeline that they were, you know, they were going for. Um, What about you? Anything else that stuck out to you?
1: Um, yeah, I think the music too. For me, it was a hell of I'm bad. So it was game two. Against the Celtics, and I'm just like.
0: Was that, was that, I, I, I got the scenes confused. Was it, was it, I'm bad? That it, That's what it was. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, but that was for game
1: two. I think game one, they did play, um, Rock Him. Okay. They played both of them. Yeah. So I think that was game one, Rock Him, and game two was, uh, I'm bad. And it's just like, yo, just, I just think the visuals is going back seeing some of that stuff that you haven't seen in a long time or you've never seen before. It was just, it was a good feeling, man, because I, it was a good feeling. Like I said, I just, I think I love the fact that people younger than me who never saw Jordan play at least is getting a glimpse of yeah. who and what he was. Um, because it's it's easy to say, well, you know, LeBron is ABC, and it, that's because you watched it in the moment. You're in the moment of it. But if you weren't in the moment of Jordan, then it's hard for us to describe. It's hard for us to tell you about it because you just had to be there to see it. And just like these these people when they grow up. And their kids will be talking about, well, what's so great about LeBron James? We had to see him play.
0: Yeah, absolutely. That's that's just the way. That's just the way these things work. I mean, who knows? I'm, you know, our kids will be talking about, you know, the you know Joe Schmo in twenty in twenty thirty five. Like, yo, this dude is bad, dude. It's a bad dude, dad. Like, you know, blah blah blah. Like. Yeah, and, and and you know, I'll probably bring up Kobe, or I'll probably bring up LeBron, or I'll probably bring up Jordan like you never saw these dudes play and he'll probably have the same mentality as some cats now like um he played against a bunch of stiffs cuz I've hey. heard that, you know, Jordan played against a bunch of stiffs. <laughs> like like if only they I know, knew how good I know the something. NBA was back in the day. Like just what? I know something that we need to talk
1: about though. We need to talk about this uh, notion that these guys didn't hang out back in the day. Danny yeah. Ainge and just gonna play yeah. golf before the
0: playoffs. Think about that. I think everybody thinks about Mike. Daniel so Michael Jordan it. was ninety three, right? And the finals where them they almost came to blows, and then like seeing them actually hang out it, it was crazy. Like I never never knew that. So yeah, yeah. no, you're right. Absolutely. So I don't want
1: to hear nobody. Uh, between the ages of what, 30, no, 28 and 45 talked about some Back in the day, they weren't hanging out and stuff. And so, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we just didn't know they were hanging out. That's just the
0: problem. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Uh, so before we get out of here, um, anything that you want to see covered or what would you, I mean, we got eight episodes to go. Um, anything that you want to see covered that you, that you didn't see discussed in the first two episodes? Um, I'm interested to in see the
1: dynamic, especially of that year with Rodman. I always mm-hmm. wondered about it because, you know, after this, this is pretty much it for Rodman. I mean, you know, he played for the, um... What did he play for? The Spurs and... Lakers, Lakers and Spurs. And, he kind of bounced around. Yeah, he he, yeah, he kind of bounced around. So, you know, I'm interested he in played for the Spurs hear before hear we talk Wolves. about this year. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, I want to know, you know, what did he think about this year and, and what were the things that he was going through? I don't think we I think he might have touched on it, um, on his 30 for 30, uh, uh, rhyming. but it'd be good to hear him talk about it. And I'm sure they're going to talk to Phil. I'm really anticipating when they just start talking about the uh, Detroit Pistons because I know, um, that's going to be yeah. something Mike going to enjoy enjoy talking about and probably yeah. hate talking about just because of how they, you know, they beat him up, man. They did. And I try to tell people it did. the one thing about the difference, the one difference about the game back then was. They were mugging people. Three people just beating you yeah, up they and kicking you didn't care. care. <laughs> Facts. Like, I'm Fact. not trying to play goon ball. I want to play basketball.
0: <laughs> Yo, for real. For real, for real, man. Yeah. No, those are good ones. I kind of want to see uh, Jordan the man. You know what I mean? Like, I kind of want to see if Jordan kind of lets his guard down and lets us lets us see a little bit. You know, it doesn't have to be a whole episode, but maybe kind of just see how Jordan is the father. <laughs> you know, Jordan, you know. You know why? It's messy. That's why we won't see it. It's messy. Maybe you're right. I mean, but, but they don't got to get into the divorce and stuff. But you know, kind of, you know, I know he yeah. has a, he, he has he has a new wife now and another baby now. So you know, kind of just show him, you know, the father now at fifty something years old. You know, maybe see a different. Life. I think that would I think that would do a lot for Jordan's yeah. image. Kind of to see him, and I thought it was cool seeing him how to how he interacted with with um his 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 two oldest kids. Um, just seeing that, you yeah. know, seeing dynamic. <laughs> I kind of want to see more of that.
1: I don't yeah, know if we will. Well, I, yeah, I hope so. I hope so, but, you know, I'm just worried about, because, you know, I know the two boys be going off on social media and saying certain things, so I'm just worried if they show some and yeah, they may try to clap back or say something, so it's just like because uh, we know how social media be. Yeah, I know. Um, I know. I just think... And I, think I don't for- know, you know... I don't know the dynamics of... I, well, I know it's messy right now between those parties, but and I, I, I would hate for stuff to play out on social media. It, you know, it, it wouldn't even be playing out on social media because it ain't like Jordan on social media, but right. you have the documentary playing and they'll say where well, A, B, and C happened or ask him why he never... And I, I kind of don't want to see that. I want to live in this moment of with the story they're telling now because I think that stuff needs to stay within the family and you know...
0: yeah no i'm with you i I agree i I, and and what i meant was and and i'm not saying you're saying this but i said like what i meant is like i kind of want to see more of jordan just at home being you know years removed from his playing days kind of want to see him how he interacts in his daily life you know just it could be a a couple minutes right at the end of episode 10 just kind of seeing maybe a more humanized version of jordan maybe Uh, that's uh, obviously the messy stuff the divorce the the issues with the kids and what I like i, I don't I, I'm with you I think that stuff is better left in private um, but you know just kind of seeing a different side of Jordan that we don't normally see um, I think would be pretty yeah. cool but you know I don't know if we're going to see it well, who knows but I, I think that would be yeah, I think would, that would be dope I heard he had 100% control so maybe we do see something maybe somebody say hey maybe you want to show your yeah and very group? choreographed version of events yeah, yeah. who knows yeah. a lot of these things are choreographed anyway so yeah all right, man. Uh, I think we covered uh, everything, episodes one and two. So I think it'll be it's, it's going to be a, it's going to be a good few weeks. It's actually good to have something to look forward to on a Sunday night from a sports perspective, right?
1: Right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm just like, oh man, I couldn't wait to nine o'clock. I was just like, I'm, I'm sitting there this watching this while. shit
0: like it's like I'm anticipating this shit like it was a playoff game, dude. Like, yeah, I feel you, man. Yeah, <laughs> oh, but man. um, but yeah, man. Before you go, as always, man, uh, take a few minutes to plug your podcast and um. You know, let us know where we can find you. Find you on the social podcast info, that sort of thing. Episodes you got coming up? So we got. Uh, I'm Jeff
1: from Jeff versus
0: the World. You can follow
1: follow me at Jeff versus the World on Twitter and Facebook. Also on Instagram at the Real Jeff versus the World. Um, what Jeff versus the World is is uh, just my banner. And I have a bunch of podcasts under it. Uh, Hood Classics with my man Shahi, where We go over and doing movies and whatever else you want to get into. Most of the time it's just movies. We talk, we review them, older movies, sometimes newer movies. Um, we just started our Patreon page. So if you want to hit that up, the Patreon easily is just for $3. And when you, if you ain't got it, you ain't got to join. I understand it's tough out there. But it's $3, and basically you get to pick two movies for a month, and we will review those movies. Um, also, with that $3 that you put in, you can put in a little pool. At the end of the year, we're going to give away something to the fans uh, from us say, you know, thank you and keep rocking with us and stuff like that. Uh so we got that going. Uh and then also me and Shahee have our sport uh A bully and the hipster sports talk podcast where we talk about sports. There ain't been too much sports to talk about and I wasn't sure if we were gonna do um talk about the Jordan and Bulls doc. We probably won't. Um, just because I want to be able to fill up the show with just more to talk about other than that. And I'm sure everybody's doing a podcast right. <clears throat> about that today and last night and stuff like that. And then also I have a wrestling side, which I'm just, I'm not Dave wrestling podcast, uh, where I just talk about wrestling and all the things that's going on. But being that that kind of not happened, I'm really not doing that now. So really I just got the hood classes thing popping off, uh, Tuesday. We will be doing a
0: Cradle to the Grave. Um, Manny, will you be with us? I will. I will. I'm actually getting ready to rewatch it tonight. I haven't seen Cradle to the Grave in a long time, so it's gonna be interesting to look at it through a, a different lens.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna be watching it. Uh, probably after I get off here too. Being uh, Shaheen, Shaheen was just texting me about it, talking about the badness of the movie, but. <laughs> uh yeah, so that's it. Uh yep. Jeff vs. the world. Uh and we usually put out episodes on Tuesday evenings. Um if we do sports, if we have a sports episode, it'll be out on Wednesdays. And if I do wrestling, I usually try to put them out either Sunday or Monday. Cool. Cool, man. Yeah, definitely. Oh, and, make sure you, and go... you can find me everywhere. iTunes, yeah. Spotify, wherever you listen to your stuff at uh, you can find Jeff versus the World.
0: Dope. Bo- yeah, man. Make sure you go check out Jeff versus the World. All the podcasts under that platform, man. They're really dope, really entertaining shows, man. Shout out to everybody, um, that puts that podcast together, man. Shout out for you to being my guest, uh, um, today. Really appreciate it. Um, it's gonna be interesting, man. Next couple Sundays, it's gonna be uh, really interesting, man. Um, as always, you guys man. know where you know where you find me. I'm on Twitter at themanuelbrown, Instagram brown, Facebook Manuel Brown, Snapchat Manny Bro fifteen. Uh, y'all know where to find the show. AGS Pod on Twitter, AGS Podcast, Instagram, any given Sunday, Facebook. Definitely, definitely show your support. Definitely check us out, man. We're gonna get up out of here. Uh, please be safe out there. Please wear your mask, wear your gloves, wear both. Please be safe. Stay home if you if you don't have to be outside. Stay home. All that good stuff. All the stuff you hear every day. We don't need to repeat it. Just please, 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 please be safe. Um, for Jeff Jones, I'm Daniel Brown. We are out of here. Peace.